Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have some great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online continue to get it done as the number one source for all your betting this sports season. Horse racing and golf, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, and Major League Baseball, it is all there at Bet Online. All you have to do is log on to the website, betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to get started. And guess what? You can save 50% off on your welcome bonus. Betonline.ag or your mobile device by using our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's BELIEVE, B L E A V. Head on over to betonline.ag or your mobile device. Betonline is where the game starts. You know, folks, sports on the biggest stages, it's all about storytelling, whether it's the big game in uh, the NFL, Super Bowl, March Madness, or something in between. It's all so important to get those stories out. Well, guess what? St. Bonaventure University offers an entirely online Master of Arts in sports journalism for newcomers to the field. There are no graduate exam requirements for admission, and you can enroll with a bachelor's degree in any field. Your love of the game and drive toward innovative storytelling finds a home at SBU. This sports journalism program can be completed in less than two years with flexibility built into the curriculum. In fact, experienced faculty teach interviewing skills, journalistic ethics, and other essential skills for success in this profession. Many students have gone on to cover sports on the biggest of stages, including me, Woj, Tim Bontemps, Mike Vaccaro, Donna DeTota, and many others. Get in touch now with an enrollment advisor today at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com and learn how you can become a sports journalist. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Burn Dairy. It's all good. Go gas up your vehicle at participating locations at Burn Dairy. Chocolate milk, of course, and the donuts and coffee on your way into work. Burn Dairy, it's all good. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well to Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Bowers and Company CPAs, and Brewerton Ace Hardware. Ace is the place. If you're in and around Central New York, Route 11, you got to get on over to Burton Ace Hardware. They've got everything to get you ready for spring and summer, including all the best cookout grills, pizza ovens, and more. And hey, if you're looking for lawn and garden, tools, paint supplies, heating and cooling, home and decor, it's all there at Burton Ace Hardware. Make sure you go to the website at acehardware.com, search your location, head on over to Brewerton, and you can get some unbelievable things for inside and outside your home. Oh, by the way, automobile, RV, and marine plumbing, hardware storage and organization, building supplies. Sign up for the rewards card today at Burton Ace Hardware. You save a bundle. I'm telling you, I'm doing it all the time. I've got the card. It's terrific. Jeff and his staff are awesome. Brewerton Ace Hardware, Ace the Helpful Place, Route 11 in Brewerton in front of the Brewerton Bridge, a proud associate sponsor of the ML Sports Platter. How about Connecticut men's basketball? You have got to be kidding me with this run that they went on. And I know there's a lot of people who have been following me uh, through my time in Central New York, huge SU basketball fans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you hate Connecticut. I probably hate Connecticut a little bit. <clears throat> I'm sorry. You got to tip your cap, man. Syracuse basketball program. <clears throat> I say it every year when Duke rolls through and Carolina rolls through. I'm like, it's just another reminder that Syracuse is a great program all time. They're probably a top 15 program of all time. I think SU fans think that they're top 10 no matter what. They're not. I keep trying to tell people they're not. 
by the time you go through UCLA, and I know some people say, well, come on, you know, you can't just count the wooden, you know, era. Well, yeah, you can. <laughs> it's it's part of it. You know, once you get through UCLA, Kentucky, Kansas, Carolina, Duke, Michigan State, Indiana, you know, Louisville, Villanova, once you get through all of those type of programs, elite, elite, elite programs of all time, blue blood programs, you know, Connecticut's in there now as well. I just listed 10 without even looking at anything. So those, you know, and I've always said it, right? Like it starts with national championships and then you have to look at all the other things that, you know, play a part, right? You got to look at tournament appearances, sweet 16s, elite eights, final four appearances, conference regular season tournaments, uh, wins, uh, uh, you know, uh, postseason tournament wins, right? Uh, and then everything, and then everything bleeds in, right? Like, uh, how many great players, how many, you know, 25 to 30 win seasons, right? Like, um, you know, all those things matter, you know, think Tampa Bay lightning when they weren't winning cups, they were knocking on that proverbial door. And now look at the Tampa Bay lightning coming off of going to three in a row and winning two in a row, right? All the other stuff that they did gets elevated because now they've won. I say that all the time. If you are a part of a dynasty and over five to seven years, <clears throat> you go to five finals, but you win three, you know, and every year you went to the playoffs and every year you won a division and every year you, you know, tr you know made a deep playoff run, that's still a dynasty, right? Three and five and all the rest. If you go for 10, 15 years and you win one title, but you go to the playoffs, I don't know, 12 out of 15 years, that's not a dynasty, <clears throat> but it's certainly a hell of a run. You know, it's a hell of a run. You're not at the top tier of your sport, but boy, you're right in that next deck. Being a great program top 15 all time for Syracuse is not, that. that's fine. You know, but again, they might even be top 20 now when you start looking back at it historically. Uh, without doing that major breakdown, and I did, I've done this probably five, six times since 2000 and. I don't know, eight or nine, just because I love doing it. I'm not going to do it anytime soon because it's incredibly time consuming. But, you know, diving into the programs and comparing, okay, where's Georgetown compared to the next program? Is Syracuse still top 15? Listen, one thing's for sure. Connecticut is a top, I think, no more than, I would say, 10 to 12 program of all time. They've won five national championships since 1999. It's a Kofaxian run. <clears throat> they've done it in a short period of time with three different coaches, Jim Calhoun, Kevin Ali, and now Danny uh, Hurley. It's remarkable. They've been to six Final Four since 99. See, now now the Final Four of 04 elevates, right? Because now they have another title. That's how this stuff works. The more banners you put up, right, the next best banner gets elevated. So you win another title, now your Final Four looks better in 2004, as do your Elite Eights. Since 1999, which you've been to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of those in the last 24 years. That's one Elite Eight every three years. Remarkable. Sweet 16 since 99. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That means that you're going <clears throat> to the Sweet 16 more than uh, more than a third of the time. Pretty darn good, <laughs> you know. Tournament appearances galore, right? I mean, 99, 2000, 02, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, 9, 11, 12, 14, 16, 21, 22, 23, 16 NCAA tournament appearances since 1999. <laughs> I mean, come on, folks. This is a blue blood, amazing program. Remember when they were in the Yankee Conference? They were irrelevant. Yeah, they were playing basketball. And I know I did a lot of videos on Duke and 
you know, uh, Indiana, Carolina, et cetera, about decades and decades and decades being around it. UConn had been around for a long time too, but they were a, a hidden conference. Nobody gave a flipping rip about the Yankee conference in 1948 for college basketball. Nobody gave a rip in the 50s or 60s or 70s about, <clears throat> you know, the Yankee conference. It was about San Francisco and Bill Russell, <clears throat> you know, Ohio State and their powerhouse, Lucas and company. Excuse me. Uh, when you talk for a living, sometimes you struggle. Um, you know, Cincinnati, Oscar Robertson, it was that kind of deal. 70s, 60s, 70s, UCLA. Nobody knew who Connecticut was. You know, Upper East Coast, uh, you know, little dinky donk uh, Mickey Mouse operation with the Yankee Conference. Give me a break. And the Big East comes in. And Dave Gabbitt. And here we go. ESPN, Connecticut, Calhoun, Bayheim, Syracuse, John Thompson, Georgetown, Carneseca, St. John's, Raleigh Massimino, Villanova, right? Seton Hall and Carlissimo. I go on and on. Providence, Rick Patino. I grew up on it. I loved it. I die for it now. The greatest, arguably, conference of all time. You might want to throw ACC, Maryland, Duke, Carolina, however you want to do it. That's fine. I can put the Big East up against them any day of the week. I can do it. I can do it with titles and NBA players and elite head coach. I, you know, you can put it, you can put it up against it. Connecticut has always not gotten enough credit from the Big East <clears throat> days. I watched that Requiem for the Big East, whatever the hell it was called, thirty for thirty. UConn wasn't even mentioned anywhere near Syracuse, Georgetown, Nova, etc. Anywhere near it. Anywhere near those teams. Why not? Why not? UConn was as good, if not better, than all of those programs. The, the Big East as we knew it, like the original Big East got into the big, bigger Big East and then the bigger Big East and then the jumbo Big East and then, you know, all the teams started leaving for, 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 for the ACC for football, right? Pitt, Cuse, Miami, BC. <clears throat> but the original Big East into the Big East into the Big East into the final Big East that I remember, and I covered the final Big East tournament in, in New York City at Madison Square Garden that Syracuse was in. Of course, they beat Georgetown, and then they lost to Louisville in the final. But like that Big East, you know, Connecticut coming into Central New York, 30-plus thousand fans, right? Like I remember 2002 coming home from St. Bonaventure in my spring semester because I wanted to go to the Elite Eight game um, between UConn and Maryland. And Maryland won it, and it was insane. I mean, there were there must have been 13,000 UConn fans there, you know? And everybody came up, and I remember talking with people. I sat, you know, way, way, way up, and it was remarkable, absolutely remarkable. People coming up and saying, "Hey, you know, we hate Syracuse. You know, you know, we know you hate us, but you know, this place is a special, special deal when we come here. You know, a lot of great memories here. And boy, did they have, did they have it right there. You know, you go on the road, you hear it. People come, you know, teams come into town, you hear it. <clears throat> all those CBS Saturday games, all those big Monday games." all those big-time Big East games. But Connecticut, if you look at the overall history of Big East basketball, you know, and now, you know, obviously them still being in it type of a thing, um, Connecticut is, if you compare them to all those programs I named, Connecticut's above them all. <laughs> There's just no other way to say it. I mean... You know, Raleigh Massimino beat Georgetown in that 85, um, you know, final, which was a historical final. And then Jay Wright obviously got, you know, a couple of championships, you know, but they have, 
you know, they have three. You know, Connecticut has five. And Villanova's been playing basketball since, <clears throat> you know, forever, 1920 maybe. They're a, they're, I would put them as a, you know, if you get, I think three, I think you get, once you're three, I think you're pretty much a blue blood. Now, if you won three in 1940, you know, in the 1940s and haven't won since, I probably wouldn't put you in there, right? Because I'm talking like relatively modern, you know, uh, date, you know, changing of generations and times and all the rest, like going back where freshmen even couldn't play, you know, Lou Alcindor, for example, Pete Maravich. Could you imagine, could you imagine a, a guy going to <laughs> college and imagine the Sonogo kid or imagine like Carmelo or, you know, Ben Gordon or Emeka Okafor or Tyler Hansborough or, uh, uh, you know, good, good grief. Could you imagine all these guys not, not playing Zion Williams? Can you imagine them sitting out their freshman year, but, you know, going from that into, you know, more conferences and the big East and ACC era. And then, you know, a little bit of expansion and tournament expansion and the one and done and it, and then, uh, well, none and done. And then one and done, you know, all that, like all the eras, Connecticut's above all those teams in the Big East I just mentioned. They're above them. And this was complete domination in this tournament. They rocked the house. They destroyed people. The only time I can ever remember UConn sweating, I mean really, really sweating, was probably late second half, you know, sec well, second half of the first half, right? It was kind of like the back end of the first half. I mean, <clears throat> against Iona. And ever since that moment, they just cruised. I mean, it was a joke, <laughs> right? It was a joke. I mean, an absolute joke. Beat Iona by 24, St. Mary's by 15, beat Arkansas by 23, beat Gonzaga by 28, beat Miami in the national semis by 13, and then beat San Diego State in the championship game by 17 points. I mean, that is a roll job, man. And they had everything. This is the most complete UConn team I've ever seen, more than the Napier teams, more than the Kemba Walker teams, more than the Ben Gordon, you know, Mecca Okafor team, uh, more than the Khalid Alamine, you know, Jake Vosco, Ricky, uh, Rick, uh, uh, Rich Hamilton, Rip Hamilton coming off uh, the bench was Ricky Moore, sixth man of the year. That team in 99, that ousted Duke, great Duke team. Um, yeah, I think that was what, Trajan Langdon and Corey Maggetti, I think was a freshman on that team, Elton Brand. Whew. God, college basketball was so good between like, 85 and like 90. It was just outrageously good. 90, 95, that 20 year period. Oh, but this team, you know, you got the big guy in Sonogo. He sets the tone offensively, <clears throat> draws double teams, kicks it out. You got shooters, you got facilitators, right? You got guards and forwards and 7 2 coming off the bench and all these different things. And you got Hawkins and Newton. And I mean, they're just unbelievable, you know, and they're really good defensively too. I mean, they held Miami and San Diego State to 59 points. They held Gonzaga, for God's sakes, the best offensive team in, in college basketball, to 54. They held St. Mary's, a high-flying wheeling act in, in, on the West Coast, to 55. 63 for Iona. 65 for Arkansas. That was the most points scored by any opponent in this tournament for UConn. Remarkable. Coming up next, more on UConn winning the national championship, their fifth since 1999, here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers, Burn Dairy, Ken's Auto Detailing, and Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. Mike Lindsley back with you. It's the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts, and in part by our terrific friend Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. 
tax-efficient retirement planning. Go get your retirement plan, your financial plan today with Brian. Hey, you might be close to retirement, sending a kid to college, downsizing your home. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. He's got the financial plan for you. Brian Convoy, LinkedIn and Facebook and advisors.massmutual.com. So now UConn is a blue blood, like as if they weren't. I think they kind of weren't before at four, but now like officially with five, forget about it. I mean, this is absolutely positively a blue blood. I would say as far as best college basketball, um, you know, teams of all time, um, I, I think you've got to, you know, kind of still look at the, you know, overall body of work with UCLA, right? You got to kind of look at that. Um, you know, there are there are a lot of examples here, um, you know, where I, I think people, you know, kind of have to look at, you know, the Kentuckys and the Kansases and uh, Indiana, Michigan State, Duke, North Carolina, et cetera. Uh, there's no doubt, there's no doubt in my mind that Connecticut is, is up there. Uh, I remember a piece that Matt Norlander did back in 2020, you know, ranking the best uh, schools of all time. And it really is kind of what the rankings were exactly what I said earlier in the beginning. You know, CBS Sports did it. Um, you know, they rank it 1 to 13. NCAA Tournament Championships, number one. Final four appearances, regular season titles. You get points. It's a point system, right? Elite eights without making the final four, right? Uh, NIT titles, NCAA, because NIT mattered too. I mean, NIT should be included in the history of a program. I mean, I went to St. Bonaventure and they won it. Uh, uh, you know, they won the NIT in 77 when it was basically as important as the NCAA. That was the time when it was kind of turning the other way where it was more NCAA driven than NIT driven. But uh, I got to tell you, I mean, the NIT used to matter a whole heck of a lot. You know, they used to turn down the NCAA tournament programs to play in the NIT. Uh, NCAA tournament bids, wins, losses, wins over ranked opponents, weeks ranked, top 10 NBA picks, 11 to 30 NBA picks, 31 to 60 NBA picks. That is how uh, they ranked this thing three years ago for best programs uh, of all time. Um, you know, I think when you look at that, okay, you get the Oklahoma States and the Temples and the Notre Dames. You know, you get Arkansas somewhere, of course, the 40 minutes of hell. Nolan Richardson teams of the 90s, it reminds me of that. You got to look at programs like Western Kentucky, you know, uh, but then you get into, you know, Georgetown, North Carolina State, Michigan. That's why I'm saying how many great programs there are out there of all time. You got to get into St. John's. You got to get into Utah a little bit, Illinois, Michigan State, Arizona, uh, Ohio State. You know, Syracuse was number 11 then. <clears throat> I don't know if they're still 11. I do think they're top 15, though. I mean, when you, you start reading off some programs. But then after that, all bets are off, man. You got Cincinnati. You got Villanova. You got UConn. Uh, now with five titles, Indiana, Louisville, uh, you know, and then and then and then the big 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 boys, right? Kansas, Duke, UCLA, you know, those kind of programs. North Carolina, Kentucky, you know. But I, I have no doubt in my mind that Connecticut's top ten. I mean, they have to be top ten. This list in 2020 by Matt Norlander had Connecticut at number eight. So they're not going down since then. You know, you look at what they've done. You know, since that point, it's 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 remarkable under Danny Hurley. It took him five years to win a friggin' championship, man. And at that time, they had you know five Final Fours and 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 sixty top sixty NBA picks at uh, thirty seven of them. You know, weeks ranked three hundred forty four. I mean, they 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 classified for eight hundred eighty seven point four points in Norlander's ranking. And now another Final Four, another Sweet Sixteen, another Elite Eight, and now another national championship and all those wins. You know, and they're going to send a couple guys to the pros easy off this team. So. 
Uh, what Danny Hurley's done is great. He's kept the tradition going. They're definitely a blue blood. The future is bright. You know, making one run like this is going to impact recruiting, impact NIL, impact transfer portal. And they just blew the doors off of teams that were really, really good basketball teams this year. And, um, you know, this this was the most complete team in college basketball, the most complete team in Connecticut basketball history. Hats off to UConn, Danny Hurley, basketball royalty, Bobby Hurley, Danny Hurley, Bob Hurley. Remarkable to watch what they've done. Um, you know, and Danny Hurley is, is one of the best coaches in college basketball, you know, the intensity, um, you know, how, how he's gotten a group to play together, um, you know, his, his will to win, um, you know, his work ethic, uh, you know, he and Bobby got that from their father, obviously a hall of famer, a high school basketball coach in the hall of fame. Uh, it's remarkable. Great run for UConn. Amazing run. Most complete team in their history, most complete team in college basketball this year, and they did some things that I didn't expect. I was so close to hitting the final four button in my pool. I can't even tell you. San Diego State and Connecticut, both. But I didn't do it. It's a crapshoot anyway. Anything can happen. But I'm not surprised that they got to a final four. But And I'm not surprised that they won it, for that matter. But the way they won it, I am. With all those double-digit blowouts, I am. Hats off to UConn. Blue blood indeed. Mike Lindsay with you here. It's the ML Sports Platter. Download, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And, of course, we are brought to you by our good friends at the Allen Angus Pub, home of the best darn Angus burger in town. Man, you got to get over there for the best darn Angus burger, plus their amazing toasted ravioli, great beers on tap. Before and after all the amazing events in central New York, crunch hockey, SU lacrosse, concerts, and entertainment, get on over to the Allen Angus Pub, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well, to Camillus Golf Club, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash all day every day you can count on burn dairy and deli it's all good thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.